Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Uh, I gotta slap myself to get right right now. I'm trying to come out of this little bit of a scale of one to ten. Ten being, I would have to cancel the show tonight, and one being, what the fuck am I talking about? I'm absolutely fine. I'm probably at a four. You didn't of a hangover right now. My head is a little. You were hungover last night. Not this, not last night. Well, first of all, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Spears. Oh yeah, Spears yeah. and Steinberg. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, not more like when I woke up. This morning, I kind of felt sluggish. You didn't drink enough water. That's probably it. I I drank a little bit of water once I finally got my ass up out of bed. Uh, And this is the camera thing right now, right? Yeah, got this beautiful new camera. So now they can kind of see us as this will end up one where, like YouTube. I think he's going to put on YouTube and he might put on Patreon or whatever the fuck. Uh, Yeah, for those of you who can't see it, this is an interesting play. We're in Portland. Uh, you know, on your Patreon, he might be able to put it up on Tuesday, so people right. can see it early if they go. Oh, okay. So, so. but uh, we're in Portland, uh, and you've never been. Well, you've been here. You've just I, never I've done been this here. Club. I, no, I've never done comedy in Portland. I yeah, heard, yeah, yeah, I heard scary things about it, <laughs> and uh, not that they were true, but they weren't that far off though either. Yeah, Portland is uh, is one of those cities. Uh, that has a very specific, unique feel. It's not like too many other cities. Um, like, you know, you go to fucking Ohio. It's Ohio. Whether it's Dayton or Cincinnati or Columbus. It's Ohio. It's, it's, it's not too much interesting shit about Ohio unless you go to Cleveland, which is specific because, you know, that's a fucking toxic waste dump. Um, and, you know, Places like Miami, New York, L.A., Vegas, those have unique feels. Portland has its own vibe. Uh, And I said this on the radio because I have been here half a dozen times. And I was trying to capture the essence of Portland. And then it hit me. I was like, this place is perfect for white guys who smoke weed and like to play ukulele barefoot while sitting Indian style on the sidewalk. Uh, It's just very chill and relaxed and and cozy and white. Very white. I think it's six. Was it pop, six percent population is is white? That's black she, people. That's what someone someone told you. Who told you that though? Mike. Oh, Mike did. Yeah, he looked it up. Oh wow. He said there's only six percent niggas here. And as far as the population that's come out to the club, it's been probably it's under twenty percent. 
Yeah, I'm thinking Greg Oden broke his foot on purpose. <laughs> this motherfucker was trying to get Where out. am I going? <laughs> he was trying to get out of Portland. I, I don't dislike Portland. Uh, you know, I, I said, uh, look, if I had it my way, this would probably be my fourth residence if I could have multiple places. But it kind of seemed, it looks, when I'm walking around right now, I just, I had to go get some batteries. And I went to go um, grab some at the Rite Aid right down the street. And right. I felt like I was in a city. Like a real no, city. It, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's got, it's got, it's like there's chunks of it. I, I don't want to compare it to New York because New York is such its own beast. But, but you, the, the availability of things, it, it, you know what I mean? Like yep. the stuff is available here like it is in New York. And when you walk down the street, if you didn't look at how high the buildings were, if you just looked on the street and how it's set up, right. it, it does feel a little New, New York-ish. Right. But it's a town. Right. Because because it's almost like that's why I said little sections right because you go shit five six blocks in any direction it's a different feel now yeah you know it's I, I like the word cozy yeah, like co- like, cozy like suits it. yeah like like if you're in your twenties why would you live here or the other side of that is if you're homeless the weather here will make you feel pretty cozy most of the year. Even sleeping outside in your tent, did you? You didn't see all the tents, dude. I've been walking around. The oh city. yeah, no, I know it's it's a real poor place too. It, it, it certain parts of it look like a third world country. Well, but even nice buildings, and then there's tents. Like I, I couldn't believe how young the homeless are here. Like they look forward, and and someone's going to say that I'm being an asshole. They look forward to being homeless here. They look forward to the nice <laughs> weather. They go out. I believe that a lot of these people live at home with their parents and during the nice part of the year they just come and hang out in the city right and they just get choose to be homeless yeah they choose to be homeless <laughs> um the young people i'm not saying all of the homeless people yeah there. and then when you ask about the nightlife here uh it's nothing to rave about from no. what we've been told that's what i'm saying to me it doesn't feel like this is a place for youth when but when you get like 40 and all you want to do is cozy shit like you know read a book out of a library or you know put a sweater around your neck like carlton and grab that ukulele grab that ukulele or, or walk side by side with your old broad and both of y'all eat ice cream on a nice day in the park it's cozy you know what i mean it's, it's cozy at times but the exception to that is too uh it also has good strip clubs I, I, uh, it's not atlanta strip clubs right i don't even I, well for a small place like this? Okay. I guess it depends on what you're looking for. Because when we went into the strip club, <laughs> nothing was exciting. Just because it wasn't baby ponies that you were looking for. No, nah, but I've been to some places, you know, that are, you know, they got the Germans in there that, and the pink toes that qualify. Uh, I guess it might have just been a bad night. We should go tonight and see. Yeah, I know you wanted to go back there uh, last night. Yeah, we'll report. We'll report. Because <laughs> usually, I, this is the first time I've come here with you, so every time I've been here, I've been by myself, so I would always make a beeline to the strip club. Um, but even when we were, like, there's something that's really popular out here for the, for you people, if you ever come to Portland, food trucks is, yeah. is the big rave out here. And they got, like, a like maybe uh, two different blocks, one in particular, where it's just the entire lot is nothing but food trucks and uh you know variety you know vietnamese thai 
fucking you know classic american shit a lot of falafels and middle eastern middle eastern shit and uh dumplings dumplings and shit like that asian stuff but uh that yeah you know that was kind of cool and and then we sat we ate and we kind of observed the women and and i think something we kind of thought of was the women here uh they they seem very on uh, like you know again L A you know every woman is trying to be something a singer an actress a model so the, and it's L A it's fake tits and facelifts and women groom themselves to be seen here it seemed like the women don't have mirrors uh I and I don't think they care because it's it, like right like like take me as I am right there's a lot of take me as I am bitches. I, I think it's because it's a very outdoorsy community. Right. It's very home, home like, like you, you feel like any woman you get with here knows how to cook. Knows how to cook, knows how to go uh, rock climbing. Knows yeah, to, yeah, build a, yeah. a canoe or some shit. shit yeah. Yeah, you know. Like, if you're going to be stranded on a desert island, this is the chicks you, you want. You want these bitches to be with you. Yeah. Uh, and nice, you know. So there was some, there was some lookers. And there was some. What's the opposite of lookers? Oh, some like just horrendous chicks. That I, and listen, this is not trying to be mean, but right now I can honestly say that if you just took, if you said, what do you think is the best looking city? The best looking city? Yeah. Uh, gotta be L.A. Right? For the, for the reasons I yeah you know. yeah because it's sun yeah they have to stay in shape the weather the beaches best looking women yeah fake tits I saw. A woman here that no matter what you would think is the least attractive, this woman made up for it and made this have the least attractive woman that I ever saw. I, and I'm not trying to be mean. It looked, and she was a normal lady. She just, she was dressed. I wasn't with you? You were with me. Right? She walked by. She, God, this is so mean. But she walked by us, and she was wearing those. And it was maybe some choices in her attire. She was wearing that spandex with that uh, T-shirt, the black T-shirt. Okay. She had absolutely... She didn't look. Are you talking about that big blonde bitch? That short the fat one, one, the short one, yeah, with the with the slits. Yeah. Li- oh goodness. I've never uh, honestly. Oh, goodness. Honestly, I never seen some somebody miss. She looked like a snowman that got dressed. But I'm not trying. I'm, I'm really not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, if you have no concern on what you're going right. to look, move to Portland. Yeah, but that's a. <laughs> I've never seen anybody that looked like that. On their own accord. She chose that look. I think she was busted in from Cleveland. <laughs> she chose that look. She looked like that because. Yeah. I'm uh, not, and, I, and I listen, you, if we're going to watch this, I'm not looking like any prize here. But I actually looked at what I put on. And this is the best I can do. But are you, you you're saying that from what she had on? No. But I mean, did it just accentuated how bad it was. I, t- I put it to you like this. I, I, if if the choice was what she had on versus naked, yeah, keep well, the clothes on. But you don't you don't think those spandex pants with the slits I, I don't on know the side? What, I, don't, I don't know what she what made her do that shit. Uh, but man, it was. And, and, and not trying to be mean to one person. I'm just saying this place has very athletic, beautiful women, and it has very big, non caring, come as you are kind of women, and both of them, right. Should be welcome to roam freely down the street in any way that they want to. Right. I was just a little bit more scared of one than I was of the other. <laughs> um, 
I, I, I posed a question to you yesterday that we kind of semi got into, but then I wanted to pull back because I was like, man, let's save it for the podcast. Um, I said to you, uh, if you, knowing what you know and as a man and knowing what it's like to be a man, if you could come back in your next life and not be a man and be a woman, would you want to like like just to see what it's like? No, man, I would want. What's to. what's the one thing you think you would hate about having to be a woman? I mean, there's a lot of things I would hate about about the 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 effort that goes into being a woman, having to get dolled up and look good. And, yeah, right. Because we just throw shit on and yeah, and, and, and aging. Right, right. It, you know, we do have the. Because we come as we are, we don't put on makeup, we don't do things, we don't, we don't paint our look. Right. So, and as the foundation disintegrates as we get older or falls apart, or you know, just men tend to continue to have at least maintain a look, a manly look that they can. Now, and, but in all fairness, there can be some haggard-looking dudes yes, out there. Yes, no, no doubt about it. Right. But okay, but look, okay, like William H Macy, the guy in Shameless, right. Now he's he started off younger. He wasn't I don't know. You would say he was a good looking dude, but he got older. Right. He's playing that part in Shameless. He looks right. like he, he and he's aged. He's and just aged. just so you know, this will, this what you're saying right now will definitely segue later into a more major conversation I'm going to have about talking about people. Okay. Uh, but go ahead. But he he doesn't. He's not the idea of an attractive man. But yet on the show, and, and I, I assume in his personality and who he is, he, he, he becomes attractive. I mean, he has right. he has a look. Not necessarily that you have that your look is, has to be a good look. Right. But men tend to develop their own look, and women age, and very right. few of them age in their own way. There there are exceptions to that. I'm not going to say there's not. I right. mean, I think there's very beautiful older women. But right. I'm just saying, it, it it's the way society is and maybe even the way that women are and men are and how we look at each other i, I think it's rough to get older as a woman i really do right um well you know i listen because i think we have the the advantage of you know men maintain can maintain a certain cool and swagger uh even as we age some would even say it be, you become cooler or you know your swag almost gets better as you age gracefully if yeah. you if you if, if you, if you do can it right, if you can if you do it right. Um, but even if you're not an attractive younger man, you still have the possibility of growing into an, an, a, a, at least a, a reasonably right. uh, to grow into yourself as a man. Yeah, and, and have like you said some swagger, some, some right. look to you. Right. I, and women, I don't think get that possibility as much. Right, so for you, the it would be the age thing. That's part of it. That's part of it. Is I, there another part? Is there something else? Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to have a kid. Oh, birth. Birth. Birth right. would be, yeah, that, that looks painful. Dude, let me, I've taken some shits that <laughs> felt like birth. And I say that as I have never given birth, but I'm saying it hurt. That's the only thing. And I'm going, you- God damn, nigga. Imagine pushing a life out. Yeah. Like I took a shit yesterday, nigga, and and I don't know if I if it if it came out too fast, <laughs> like I should have took my time, but I wanted to push this motherfucker out, and it to the point where the water went, bloop, 
and I mean my asshole. I I, I, had, I had to lift my ass off the seat for like a good eight seconds to get to because I thought by lifting my ass up it would quench the the, the sting on my ass like there was a burn. Uh, and I was like, God damn! Now imagine an eight pound child. That's what I'm saying. Twelve pound child shooting out of that. I knew not. And to know you're going to do that, women do this, knowing that that's right. going to happen, knowing and wanting to do that, and then the and then the the, the what do you call it? The morning sickness and the and then if it doesn't go right, they have to have a C-section. Got to put a window in so the baby can come out. Oh, that I listen. You the know, swelling I, of the ankles. I'll talk about. I can talk some shit about. We can talk about looks. We can talk about. But I give it up to women. The idea, just knowing, just knowing what you're going to go through, and to want to do that. Right. Fuck that. Right. I'd be one childless woman. I would not do it. My biggest fear would be being raped. <laughs> Why? I'm just, I, I, I'm just the idea that you could be somewhere in a situation where someone can just overpower you and you can't do shit about it. But that could happen in your situation, even as a man. Rape. Yeah, some big motherfucker might say, Aries. <laughs> oh no! Listen, I have a technique, nigga. I, I, I really have a technique. If, if, listen, I don't give a fuck. You can say it sound gay, but I promise you, if a dude get into a fight with you, because I always thought like, sometimes I, I, you go to a nightclub and the bouncer looks like the Hulk, and you think to yourself, if this motherfucker grab you, what the fuck could you do to break away? Like, what the fuck? Once he got you. You're in trouble. I promise you, dude, if a dude grab you violently and you can't break away, fuck trying to do some karate shit where you put your arms through his arms and break loose and do just ever so gently. Just rub his nuts. <laughs> like softly rub the nuts. The, the, the fuck this. I ain't gay. What are you doing? Shit will kick in and that nigga will let you go. And that's when you run. You, you think that that's how it's going to work? For a fight, yeah. Because what man going to sit there and let you rub his nuts? Just know. gently rub the, like, like, like you almost, you, like you try to touch a cactus, but not hard because you don't want to <laughs> prick yourself, but you want to feel the needle. And you think that's going to stop a rape? That's going to stop. Well, rape, he's going to like. But, dude, I, you know, you, you, you're talking about survival. You're talking about not having your manhood taken. I let him try to, you know, think I'm gonna do something and then bite his dick. Dude, what if there's okay? You said you're afraid of being raped. What if it's there's three guys? I'm damn nigga. Where am I at other than prison? Where three niggas is gonna try to rape me? We're using prison rules right now. Oh, so it is prison <laughs> rules. Um, no, I mean I understand what you're I saying. I think there because- would be a force and a power that comes out of me, like 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 they say. There's this thing where if you know you've heard these mystery these mystery stories where a child is in trouble and this mother gets incredible Hulk like strength and can tap into the other because they say we only use ten percent of our brains maybe you tap into the next fifteen percent and it makes you do powerful I, I think I would tap into all ninety percent of my brain lasers shoot out and, your eyes and, and and shit would do but okay but I, I'm just saying like like for a woman like you said the age the birth. Sexual assault. It just just so much. But you're right. You though, have to be up against too. And as a woman, though, and generalizing, mm-hmm. it generally smaller, mm-hmm. more 
susceptible to a, a, a stronger group or right. one man. No, that, I, that that's it's that's realistic to be worried about. Yeah. But why just, do you I, think you're? Why do you think that? Why do you think you're rapeable as a woman? Why Why would you think well, you'd any, come back rapeable? Any, I think any woman is, you know, capable of being that. But wouldn't you put yourself in a situations that? You think you would put you? I, 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 you know, this, I, but, I don't but, know because this, but, but, is, this but, is this is this is an area where, like, I don't like. What I, woman puts themselves in a situation? You know, now you sound like the that's it's saying. your fault type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it could happen at any point, any time. You're right, but 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 don't you think you would uh, like? And, and I'm not talking about. Uh, I'm saying women in general are have to be, and maybe this is more to the point. Even women have to be even more aware of their surroundings because of their yeah yeah. Yeah, so that, just, that, that's what I meant. I, I kind of went. I think I'm just ultimately saying I think it's scary to be a woman. Yeah, that that's fair. It's just scary. You know what I mean? It's like again, you got to be worried about how you look. You got to dress up. You got to put on the makeup. You get pregnant, swollen ankles, the pain of birth, possible assault. There's just so much you got to worry about. Whereas a dude, you know, we a lot of times, especially again, when you if you got game and swagger, you give a fuck about how you look. I mean, you care. But you know you can rest on certain, you know, a right. certain skill set. But you know, you brought up something that, that that's kind of a to be a woman, and if you come back as I think it would be interesting to understand that because we just said you have to like when we just talk about looking good and women generally, I think want to like. I would assume that the women that I met, I'm going off what I know, want to look good. They get dressed up yeah. not just for to look good to others, but for themselves. Right. But that's the that's the, the now you go out and I'm not talking about rapists. I'm talking about you go out and you want to look good. But now you have dudes. You go out, you look good, you feel proud of yourself, you worked out, you're in good shape. But now you got dudes that are coming at you in. Yeah, I would I would think that 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 sexual assault or se- or this whole sexual uh, thing would be. I would I would I would have a hard time with that. I mean, look when when I was waiting for you to show up for the podcast, I was standing outside in front of the hotel smoking a cig, and dude. I saw this Asian girl, her and her man were walking down the street. She had like the little tiny blue denim shorts, like the, were, you know, so short where, like I say in my joke, a little bit of ass cheekage hanging out. Her legs were immaculate. I mean, she had, and I don't want to use the word tan because she was Asian. She looked like, you know, so ain't like she pale, uh, but she she was dark. Uh, um, but her leg, I mean, like this bitch won all the awards in track her thighs were were and it wasn't that muscular ew it, but it was you could tell she ran and i mean the, the, the quadricep and the try and the and the what's it this is the quads what's, what's the back the hamstrings right it's not the, hamstrings the, the, the quadriceps i think your quads is right here in the front isn't the ham the, the front, front of the, the thigh no the i think the hamstrings are the back because right. when you pull a hamstring it's usually oh, yeah, yeah, you right. reach in the back the, the calves I, I was like, yo, her shit was beautiful. And I was like, dude, and she was wearing sneakers. And I'm like, boy, that in a in a mini skirt with the right heels. Woo. And I'm going just to be gawked at yeah. when, when you look good. And I just, again, I know from my little bit of fame, you can tell when motherfuckers is looking. You can tell. And sometimes you just go, I don't want to be stared at. And to just be a woman and, and just when you look good, motherfuckers is, you know, you, 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 you lunch me. 
But see, and and then and then you just hit it too when you said, you know, you said she runs. She has great legs. Right. So for herself, she's proud proud of what she she right. accomplished. So she puts on the 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 skirt, and then people go, well, she didn't want people to see him. She wouldn't wear that. But that's right. for herself. She did. She she right. she. Looks, well, it's some of it's for herself. Okay, but I'm just saying. Well, she worked out. She did right. everything. You're, if you you buy a nice new car, you don't take your car and you put it in the garage and just say, "Well, I have a nice new car." You, right. you want to take it out, just show it, show yeah, it, yeah. But you don't. That doesn't mean that you want people coming over there grabbing your car, trying to trying to get inside of it. God damn, that's a leap, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you, you went from uh, people just naturally looking at a at a at a Lamborghini and just from now stealing it. But but when you but when let's say you just have your car, you get your right. car and and everybody's like staring at your car. Now you, you think what people trying to get in my car? I, I think for a woman it is really difficult. I don't think I could ever understand really. But now that you said that, I, I think the only advantage would be knowing that because you're a woman, especially if you find all all the free shit you get. But only to a certain point. What's what's the certain what's the cutoff? I whatever whenever it's whenever the Melania's getting it all. Well You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whoever George Clooney's bitch is is getting it all. Whoever, you know Michael Jordan's wife God damn it! Well, not all, but shit. You know what I mean? You know, you you a bad enough broad, you can you can you can uh, look your you 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 can look your way into some fortune. Yeah, but Melania has to put up with. Hey, man, casualty of war. You know. You know. So, you know. You gotta suck a little trunk dick to. <laughs> Be good for life. Small price to pay, isn't it? I don't know. I could like because you think it like a man, like Trump. Look at that nigga. Ooh. No, I feel bad even for my girl that I like. I'm not in good shape. I feel bad for her. Like I put but her she's through with this because you, you cool. But I put her through this. Like I need to clean. I need that's, to. That's, I need that, to. That's that. Self- I want. I want. There we go. I want to lose that fifteen. Pounds. I do too. I want to look good for her. <laughs> Nigga, your wit is your sex appeal. Because I'm not going to be able to fix the face. But has she complained? No, but I mean, you still have to take you still have to take inventory. <sighs> this is almost a good segue into what we talked about the other night. How are things with you and your lady, man? They're great. Don't 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 they're, tighten up on me, nigga. No, they're great. Are you worried that she's going to hear it? No. Yeah. No. People will tell her. No. They're great. I just I can feel, tell. I can tell this this, this going to be a, a quick topic. No, I'm, I'll st- I'll stay in it. It's great. I love my girl. Right. I just feel like we're apart. Mm-hmm. And honestly, as a dude, I have some needs that I don't think that she understands, and she's not meeting expectations that I would like her to have. Like what? Blowjobs, dude. You should be able. You to want get, more blowjobs? Some. You're not getting none. You know, like I, my chick is really cool. If I say, you know, you know, suck me, she'll do it. Right. The problem is, I don't want to fucking. But when act. you say it, do you say it like that? Like no, like, no. I just felt weird saying it in front of, like, looking at you and saying it. Suck my dick. Looking at you saying it, yeah. 
Okay, well, we know what we're talking about. Though. Yeah, but it just feels uncomfortable. I got two you. guys in I a room, you. and I'm and nobody else here. Yeah, and I'm just saying. Like and I told you these walls to this room is thin, so somebody <laughs> yeah, might be just, next door here, and it, two dudes. I would be honest, and they go, "Hey man, suck my dick." Yeah, it, was, it felt uncomfortable <laughs> for that for that moment, but right. yeah. but like, I don't want to have to ask. Like, you want She should just know. Not. Like if I take like when you walk into a room, her jaw should just no. If I take care of everything, if we're having sex and I take care of everything that I'm supposed to do, if I do everything for her, right? There shouldn't even be there shouldn't even be a conversation. I shouldn't have to ask. You should just she should instinctively. It would make me feel better. But she hasn't officially retired her jaw jersey, has no, she? No, I told you if I ask her suck my dick, she'll do it. Right. It's not that's not the problem. Yeah. I'm not. That's not that's not the problem. Mm. I didn't hear her ask me for shit. Right. Went there. Mm-hmm. Take care of it. Right. Do everything that you're supposed to do. Now you talking about to her? Yeah. Sexually. Yeah. Right. Not to mention fly out there when I don't right. necessarily even have to be because right. I want to maintain the relationship. She has a job that she doesn't she's not able to get away mm-hmm. as much. Fuck, man. I think like just showing up, I should get a blowjob. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not over, I'm oversimplifying it, but no, you're not. Yeah, no, you're not. Make me feel like you want me fucking there, and she does, she does. But there's just moments when is you, there a little attitude when she's doing it? No, she does a great job. Right, just fucking spit and all that, and she's making the. She doesn't make. She doesn't make the, the noises that you apparently oh. said that you like. She don't go ock. The ock noise, um, dude. This is why side pussy. This I'm telling you. This is why. There's a comedian named T.K. Kirkland. He did a great. He really summed this up perfectly uh, and put it into perspective. He said, "You know, having side bitches is like being the coach of a basketball team. You know, your girl is the starter, <laughs> but when the bitch ain't acting right, <laughs> hey Tina, get off the bench, get the game." You got you to gotta keep a, a starting five, dog. You got your starting five and you got your bench players. Side bitches are bench players, man. Dude. Everything you say makes sense, though. It does make it, it makes sense. It's just that I, I feel uncomfortable with that. Right. My, my situation. And it's not even a bad situation. I love my girl. She's, she's, she, we want the same things in, 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 day, in life. Right. Like long term. What we want to do, where we want to live, right. how we want to live, things we want. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have kids, she doesn't have kids, but she cares about my kids. She doesn't want more kids. I mean, she's she and she's at an age when she would have to make that decision, right? You know, in a reasonable amount of time. She's she's cool with everything. And I, like I said, I've been with her ten years. I love this girl. Wow, y'all been together that long? Ten years. But <sighs> then I then 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 it I I. I my assessment has been totally wrong. First of all, I didn't know y'all were together that long. Yeah, I thought it may have been a year two best. No, but but for three but a years, decade, three of the years though, we've been separated. Like she's in New York, I'm here, I'm in Phoenix, and she comes out, and I come out there. Let me ask you something. And, but and, and I think now, we've gone the longest. As, we've gone the longest as four weeks without okay. seeing each other. So let me let me ask you something. And now this is where. This is a step that will be growth into our friendship. Because <laughs> now I'm going to ask you some shit that if, we, if I wasn't comfortable enough 
with you, I wouldn't ask you. Do you think because you've been separated and you live where you live, she lives where she lives, you don't think she has side dick? No, I don't think she you has. You really believe you wouldn't put it past her? The reason I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think so is because, she, we, first of all, we talk every day. We talk at night. On the phone? Yep. Okay. And she doesn't have. <laughs> Wait. Hold on, hold on, yeah. Jason. Yes, Andy. And she doesn't have any time for because of work. She works. What if she's getting fucked at work? Well, then she might be getting fucked. I, I, honestly, I think she's getting fucked at work, but not by it, not sexually. I, I, I don't think that you should put anything past Listen, any human being. I never would say never. Okay. Okay. Because if you if you setting yourself up, I think you're setting yourself no, up. No. If you go, no way. You didn't hear me say no way. Uh, okay. Well, I asked you if you thought, my, and you said no. It my, sounded definitive. My, I, I, in, in how I feel, you asked right. me how I felt. Okay. I think, no. My mom, my mom, after she got divorced, married my stepfather, mm-hmm. and she had an affair with his brother. Right. If your mom can do some hoe shit like that. Right. I don't put anything past any other woman. Well, everybody's mother was a hoe at some Some point. But when you're talking about yours, yours specifically. Your mother. When I'm talking about my mother, and you talk about your mother, whoever you want to talk about. But when you see something, that that changed the way that I looked at women in general for the rest of my life. Because if I know if my mom, my mom raised me as the women were on a pedestal. They're supposed to be, uh, you know, you're the how you're supposed to treat women all right. you know that 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 very 50s 60s mm-hmm. kind of way of or the early 60s uh and then when i was old enough and i saw what was going on and then all of a sudden she got caught having this affair that has to change your opinion on like if your mom can do that your mom the the woman that you were birthed from right. the woman who taught you everything how to be how you should treat women and, and and my mom was divorced for a while, so she right. raised me as a single mom. And that person, that woman, mm-hmm. could do that. And I'm not judging my mom. I used to judge her, and I, I had my relationship was strained for a while because I did judge my mom for that. But like you just said, any woman is capable of that. Any person is capable of making right. these kind of uh, decisions that are counteractive uh, to... Uh, other uh, other people in their relationship, and when I say that, obviously she knew that was going to work out for my stepfather and her. But right. there was other people in the family too: me, right. uh, my brother, my sister, uh, the other parts of the family. My gra- my uh, step grandmother was still alive at the time. Right. She was uh, so all that plays a part, and that affects everyone in that situation. Right. But there's moments in every person's life when they don't think about anyone else but themselves and what they want. Right. Uh, and it doesn't always have to be sexually. Yeah, I mean, on a scale of one to ten, ten being uh, one being in terms of being a sexual being, one being this bitch is a corpse, and ten meaning she take ten dicks in her mouth at once. How sexual would you say your girl is, dude? That's a that's a pretty big gamut. Even if I said. Uh, <laughs> that's a- I mean, where do you go from someone who's good to ten dicks in your mouth? That sounds like a, <laughs> that sounds like a big stretch right there. And literally, I'm, I'm just saying, like, how it, is she? A, you know, 
she's a sexual person, like, you know what I mean? Like, all over you and likes to get naughty and lingerie and let's do different places. You have to, the thing with, with her is you really have to work hard to get her into that place where she's... Man, when you say work hard, you mean... More than just the no, no, here's no. some candles or I bought you something. No, there's 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 it, 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 no, the bought you something does not work in that. It, she's she's a very tense uptight person. <laughs> work goes into that, but I like I, I I appreciate stuff that makes her that way. Now here's what I'm ultimately alluding to, and and this again, this is a very critical moment in the growth of our friendship <laughs> because and our podcast because everybody's hearing this for. A but listen, time. you can be. You can say you're friends with someone, uh-huh. uh, but real friendship. And, and listen, I've, my two, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this, my two best friends in life, Ivan and Ish, I've known Ish, who's like my one guy, my number one guy, and Ivan's my 1A. I've known Ish since the fourth grade. And to this day, that's my knuckle. I mean, I'm... We not blood, but I'm more blood with him and vice versa than I am my real blood. I don't even talk to my sister. Um, like that, we, we 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 he's he's seen me have kids. He was there for the birth of my daughter. Him and his wife are trying to have kids, but there's issues there. But if he could, I'd be there for him. I would have witnessed that. So me and this dude are like you know freaking frack. Me and my boy Ivan. And I consider these my dudes. Now, there are other people who I'll go, yeah, it's my friend. But until you get into a fight, until you damn near want to punch a nigga in the face, until you curse each other out, until y'all shed some tears, nigga, you ain't friends. No, so, so and I don't ever, I don't, I don't ever want to get to a point where I'd want to punch you in the face and I don't ever want you to get to a point where you'd want to punch me in the face but there has been some times I wanted to just grab your glasses and chuck them <laughs> so I'm saying all that to say we to really take friendship to that level you gotta cross some terrain so I'm saying all that to say this please take this with a grain of salt Here's my assessment. Here it comes, everybody. Of Tara. Like I said, maybe because she's a lot like me in the sense that if I don't know you, I kind of put a wall up. And I definitely sense a wall with her. And I told you that yeah. in the beginning. But the fact that you told me you've been together for 10 years is mind-blowing to me because she just doesn't seem pleasant. And I'm just going, you happy? Like, she just seems <laughs> like she would start to make you some food, and halfway through it, she'd go, now you finish it. No. Like, she won't cook the whole meal. She'll, she'll prep it, but she'll, with, and with a German vibe, Andy got in, in your food? <laughs> like, she just seems, God, I want to, I, 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 okay. So you're not going to get mad at me, right? No, I'm not going to get mad at you at all. I think it's pretty funny. I'm just telling you my assessment. And I fucking could be wrong, and I think I'm wrong, and I'm hoping I'm wrong. No. I'm just telling you my first inclination. My spidey sense tells me she seems... God, I am dancing around this word. Just say it. I'm going to. But this for me to say this to you is like me getting you to say nigga. (laughs) This is is hard. 
but she seems slightly cunty. She doesn't seem slightly cunty. She appears, without a doubt, to be super cunty. If you don't okay. know her, if you don't know her, okay. And I and I and I say that, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. Right. And if you didn't say that or didn't feel right. that way, then I would think there was something wrong with you because everybody. Feels but but that do way. you understand what I'm saying? That's not the kind of thing you say to somebody because because right. when you talk about someone's loved one or you reach into an area that's been uncharted territory. Nigga, feelings get involved. No, but it's really funny, too, because uh, <laughs> what's really funny to me is uh, the first time you met Tara was almost, it feels like it was probably a year, almost a year ago. Right. And it was the first time we were in uh, Philly together. Right. And she came out from New York. She drove down so we could get, we could hang out. And right. uh, so I was excited for you to meet her because we really didn't know, we knew each other but didn't really know each other real well right. yet. We were kind of still getting to know each other. And... Uh, so, it was. Uh, we were going to meet it. We. Uh, this is. I remember this exactly. And and you know what's funny is I almost want to call Tara and have her tell the story because she'll remember every fucking detail. She doesn't miss anything. She um, she came over. You said meet meet me at the hotel and we'll walk over to the club because that's what we usually do anyway. I just come over to the hotel, your hotel, and we walk over to the club. I always stay at just for the people on the podcast so you understand. Uh, when there's the headliner, the headliner usually has a very nice place provided by the club. And when you're the feature, you're on your fucking own. So I had to get, I usually get a place that it's decent, but not usually in the same area. So I, I walk over. I'm a couple blocks away with Tara, and Tara and I are talking. And I said something about you to, to her. Like I was talking to her just about you. Like, oh, what happened? Whatever, whatever. And. She got a little tense because she's going to meet you for the first time. And I'm like, you know. I would love to see what tense on top of tense looks like. So she goes. <laughs> so we get there, and she gets really quiet. She's socially awkward when she doesn't know people. And right. she got really quiet. And you were really quiet. I introduced you. You said both of you went hi. And she kind of said hi. And I remember watching her step kind of further back from you. And uh, you guys, we, we walked like maybe 20 steps. And you go, you know what? I forgot something in my room. I'll be right back. You guys go ahead. <laughs> I did that? Yeah. And so we walked, and she goes, I don't think you like me. And I go, I don't think that he even made a decision about you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I go, that's not, that, that wasn't in the space to do right. it. And, and, like, you don't really care that much. But then afterwards, I talked to you, you go, she seems a little, yeah, I, and I think you said tense, and I knew exactly what you were saying. Right. And it was always funny. And I give her a hard time about it sometimes, right. too, because she goes, she'll, she'll bring up some things. Um, never bad, but, but the thing with Tara is, and she is tense. She is a very like, she's not high. Like when we're at home, when we're together, I, I seriously can count on one hand in ten years. And let's go seven because seven where we were together and we mm-hmm. lived together at one point. We were for like three years. We lived three, years, maybe five years. We lived together. Right. We never fight. Like we we have arguments. And there's, there's fights, but the, she's that 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 tension that you used that you're right. talking about. That's not there when you when she's comfortable. Right. None of that's there. She's not a person that just. She's a reasonable person. You can have a conversation. You can work through things. You don't have to have a fight. I mean, we argue about things to get to a. Like a I don't get the sense that you guys could have a pillow fight that leads to tickling. Oh, first of all, with Tara, uh, anywhere you touch her, she's ticklish. Really anywhere so no you can't have a tickle fight because if you start to tickle her she will freak out because she 
like everything's ticklish to her. Mm. She's one of those, you, you know, right. anywhere you, and, and when I say anywhere you touch her, anywhere. Right. And I'm one of those people, and I don't think you know this about me as well as other people do because I, there's a respect that I have for you because you're, I mean, I, I really like in this last year, I felt we've become more, way more friends. But mm. I still have respect for you that you're the, you know, you're the headliner. I have a, uh, there's a, there's a, there's an order to the structure. I'm your boss. Basically, I'm your boss. Basically. No, no, no. no. But, but no, but, joking, but, joking. but in a way, and, and just so that everybody understands this, Aries is the coolest person you could go out with on the road because there's other comics I've been out with that don't, don't do these jokes or don't do right, this or right, don't right. say that Aries is happening anything like that. If you fuck up, you fuck up on your own. Uh, and that's you. And Aries doesn't care because he knows when he comes out, he's going to do what he does, and that's it. And some people don't feel the same way. But anyway, um, I was saying that to get to something else, and I forgot. Oh, so what, what it is, when I know that you have a weakness mm-hmm. and that she's ticklish, see, now I fuck with her all the time. On With that? On purpose. Right. Anything that bothers her, and I do it to my kids. Actually, Max made me feel bad the other day because I did something to him. And uh, he freaked out. He actually left the house because Matt, mm. he, he, he freaked out at me and he left the house because I, if, if I move on my kids really quick like that, if I go like that, they'll jump right. because I've always fucked with them. Right. So I do that and I think that I'm getting people past something. Right. All I'm doing is making them more weary of me is really what I'm doing. And right. I, don't, I don't mean to. I'm really trying to help. I think that I think I'm trying to help them out. But as far as Tara goes with that, she is really, <clears throat> once you know her, She's managed, uh, like, when people don't know her, they're always like, she's such a fucking bitch. And people wow. who don't know her think that she is the biggest fucking cunt on the earth. Well, then I should sympathize with her then because based on what people don't know, we are both judged wrongly. Um, yeah, it's funny that the people I'm around are two people that are looked at as... Uh, yeah, that's a crazy I- irony. It, it's kind of funny that both of you are. Right. But she really, she's... She's one of the nicest people on earth. She's a very in control of herself, and that's why she appears that. But and when she doesn't know how she's going to fit in, right. she really takes a step back. But she knows this, mm-hmm. and she still can't do anything about it. So it's on her. Like I can't fix that for her. Right. All I can do is love her and be who be who I am with her when we're together. But like when she meets you, it's up to her to figure it out. I can't right. make it different. I can tell you, and I told you, no, she's fucking great. Right. But. And I can tell her you're, and you, and you know what? And, but the the benefit that she does give to other people is she knows that she doesn't put her best foot forward when she meets someone. Mm-hmm. So she blamed me when she met you because she said I was talking to you and I'm talking to her about you. Right. And I was like, you know, this is Aries, and he's, you know, this is, you know, I was trying to explain who you, kind of who you were. She didn't really know you, mm-hmm. and. uh and she said, you made me nervous. So I, I, I made her nervous. No, I made her oh, nervous right. when she went to meet you. So right. she, put that on, she put that on me. But, you know, I, like I said, I can't fix any of that. And that's up for other people. You know, I know who she is, and I'm not trying to change anybody else's opinion of her. But right. well, who she is to me right now is a girl that I love, I want to be with, but needs to up, to, to, uh, to up her blowjob game. All right. And on that note, <laughs> stick around. We'll be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> Um, I hope the blowjob thing gets better for you, but uh, again, and I and I know for certain uh, we've mentioned this. I've mentioned this a thousand times on the podcast, but and I listen. I know if it ain't in your DNA, it ain't in your DNA. But side puss, man, side puss, get a little side puss. 
You know what I mean? Just uh, you got to you got to keep a team, nigga. When one when your star ain't acting right, you know. One of the biggest issues I had with one of my baby mamas was she was like Allen Iverson, talented as a motherfucker, but at times uncoachable, <laughs> unfucking coachable. Sometimes you got to get you a bitch who might not be as talented, but coachable. <laughs> runs the plays, don't change them in the huddle. Does everything you tell him to do. Goes the extra mile. I'm telling you, man, you got to keep one more than one more fuck on your roster. Well, using your quote, this is your, your the jaw jersey. Yeah. If Tara wants to retire, she can do it. But then she has to she has to open up the door for me to go grab it somewhere else because no, she ain't gonna open shit. You got to open it. Uh, if she if, if she needs, I I just think. That, at least go scout some new talent. Like, like you show up at a high school gym <laughs> and, and scout some prospects. I'm thinking in two years I'm going to be ready. Uh, uh, no. Um, so last night we're leaving the comedy club, and uh, you know it's it's an, you got to take it's it's over the bridge. Like where we're staying is downtown, but you got to take like a 10, 15 minute ride maybe over the bridge. To go to the comedy club, which is in the middle of fucking nowhere. This location is terrible. Like it's it's like once you get done with the comedy club, you're in the desert. Yeah, but like it's there's easy to nothing get to. around there. It's easy to get to though from this. I mean, yeah, it's easy to get to, yeah. but you you need to take a car, right? right. Yeah, and the club provides us with right. Uh, so they got us an Uber yesterday, and we get in the back, both of us. Well, first thing I jump in because you told me that was the Uber, and I he goes. Uh, I said, for uh, Aries, right? He goes, Nick. And I go, oh, well, then we're in the wrong car. And he goes, okay. And then you go, no, no, Nick ordered the car. And I go, okay, oh, yeah, that's the manager. That's Nick. He ordered the car. He goes, right. okay. And I was I was getting out of the car. I was extremely apologetic, like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he was like, and then we figured it out. So, yeah. I, I mean, we were courteous at the time. We explained the situation. Right. We sat yeah. down. We got in the car. Yeah, so we get in the car, and then he tells us both Hey, man, can y'all buckle up? Now, I'm not a big seatbelt guy only because uh, growing up, and I think, you know, certain things are just hereditary. Like, I, I, like my, I know I mentioned this on the podcast, but my father, when he would sit on the couch and watch TV, would put his left arm up on, on, on the couch and tilt his head ever so slightly. And I found myself doing that, too. So I just think certain, and I watched my dad. He never was a seatbelt guy, and I watched my dad drive never with a seatbelt and he was uncomfortable so i know that's dangerous practice but that's just something that was always i've done and but we're I, in the back seat right and we're in the back seat and i've never buckled up and he didn't back, just, and it was in and, and the seatbelt came across your chest like it did in the front seat and i just thought to myself so if we get into an accident we gonna fly past the two the, and i'm sitting behind the driver i'm gonna fly past the driver and the front seat to get to the windshield like why am i what is the seatbelt going to prevent like I, I just it felt weird to me and, and the way he asked he didn't say it like hey man can you guys please put on the seatbelt well he said it like he was our, our parent yeah he said i need you guys to buckle up and then i made a joke and i'm going what fuck we going soccer practice and 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 you laughed and he goes do you guys want this ride I said, man, we're comedians, man. We're joking, we're joking, we're joking. He, and he just picked us up from the comedy club. Right. And and, and, and he goes, well, that wasn't funny. Yeah. And, I, and I, I even explained to him that we were comics. I said that. I pointed to you. I said, that's the headliner. And then he said that shit wasn't funny. Right. And I 
proceeded to get angry. Yeah. And uh, and you calmed me down. Uh, yeah, because because he, oh, he goes, oh, do you want to just get out? Right, right. And like I said, we're in the middle of nowhere, and I'm getting out of the car. And, and you, and that's what I love about it, the white intangibles right there. Yeah. You, you just, I'm getting out because I know we're gonna get another car. As we stand in the middle of this and deserted I, place, I would have walked rather than being in that guy's car. I didn't give a fuck. I hated. Yeah, I wouldn't pull in a Bill Bixby from the Incredible Hulk. I wouldn't give in a shit. Yeah, well, I, I would that. call Nick and tell him, "Fucking call, come get us." <laughs> That's that white intangible, nigga. Come get us. Um, so I didn't want to, and plus it's it's twelve thirty, which meant even in the car as we were going to get back to the bar at 1240 yeah. and we're working against the clock but, but this dude just it's like he's you know what he was king of the car that's what he was he yeah. was a bully he was a bully because he's king of the car and I'm i king of the car and i didn't mind being bullied because i had an agenda so i was like joe chill chill and then you chilled and then he drove us and dropped us off and as we're getting out of the car i was gonna say something to him but you beat me to the punch well because you said i i, I text you in the back of the car i text andy in the back of the car and I'm going to tell you something, man. I, I could tell when dudes get no pussy. I, listen, when you that tight, you don't get laid. Motherfuckers who get their dick wet have a relaxation about themselves. Where, you know, I, knock on wood, I think part of the reason why I'm still living with my fucking high cholesterol and high blood pressure and my shit not being straight I get a lot of pussy, man. Whether it's paid for or free, I f- I fuck a lot, yo. So I'm very and I my addict, I'm like my dad and my mom. They both got tempers, but I'm cut from my daddy's cloth. I get and when I get angry, nigga, I'm scary. I get enraged. I yell like Mel Gibson. Fucking <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> 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 said you were gonna blow me you fucking bitch fuck the jacuzzi like i i get a vein in my forehead <laughs> nigga and i'm just i get a lot of pussy man so i get i relax yo and i can tell dudes who don't fuck yo you can't be that tight man if you getting pussy i'm telling you man he i could tell he ain't fucking well all i know is as we were getting out of the car we finally got it we got over the bridge it's not a very long ride and i got to make sure we clarify this it wasn't that he just said that wasn't funny. It was his whole attitude and demeanor from the very moment that he told us to put the seatbelt on. And just like he was displeased with us as human beings in the car. He just said, that wasn't funny. And we were like, hey, man, it was just a joke, man. You know, we're just riding right, in a car right. with the dude. We're just being taken across the bridge. He was persistent on, like, if you don't like it, get the fuck out. Right. And so when we got over the other side and you went, you started walking out of the car. And you. Said, and I was going to tell him, hey, man, you need to get some pussy. Help loosen you up, but, but then you beat me to it because you said on the way out you were very, you were you were, you were, you were you, I said thanks. Yeah, you you were setting it up. You go appreciate the ride, and you were you were setting it up to say what you were going right. to say next. But I didn't even hesitate. I was like, I didn't appreciate the ride. I'm still in the car. I didn't even give a fuck. I, right. I didn't appreciate the ride, and I don't know what's happening. But whatever's eating your ass, I hope it kills you. <laughs> and. <laughs> And that was it, and I felt better, and I wasn't. I don't want to have a heart attack because I'm keeping anger inside of me. I'll let him have, let those people have it. And I, and seriously, I hope no one was in the car with him the rest of the night. But right. I hope he drove off the fucking bridge 
and he just ended it because there was no reason to be that way. We were in a, you know what made me even matter about it is we were in a good mood because we just came from a good set. Yeah. It was the best oh, yeah. set of the whole weekend. Yeah. We were talking about how like it was so like it it would it blew away my expectations for Portland. Right. The crowd wasn't just a good crowd; it was a great crowd right. in any city. It was a great crowd. Right. And so I was really happy, and he fucking came over and just pissed all over my day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, you, you know, shit, you said what you said, and there it was. That's one to know when he goes. Yeah. Um, so I probably, we probably, uh, we owe uh, uh, Dave, Dave, right? Who, Dave? No, not Dave. Uh, who's Nick. That? Nick. I don't know why I keep on calling Dave. We owe Nick in a pot, because he probably got a one star that night. Because he's Nick the one gonna give a fuck. Nick, Nick's uh, gonna on his give a fuck. on his Uber, right? His personality page is gonna come up um, short because of us. That motherfucker, man! I still hate that man. Uh, when we got here, we got into the green room. I don't know how we got on the topic. Oh, you you were talking about white intangibles, and somehow that led us into us talking about me talking about that white dude who yeah, because but because white dudes are like white. Uh, quarterbacks right. are always graded on their intangibles, right. the things that you can't measure. Mm-hmm. And black quarterbacks are measured on well, they're not a pocket passer. They're not uh, right. They they right. they, 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 uh, they pull down the ball and they run too soon. Right. Uh, so it, it, that's that was the that was the whole white intangible thing. Right. And somehow it got me to saying uh, th- th- this this commercial I can't fucking stand. N- is Nissan. it Nissan? I think it's Nissan. The commercial where the white boy is rapping. <laughs> You know, and, and listen, he, if, 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 he's doing a good job. It makes you bob your head, but that's a job you took from a nigga like this. And black people, and I and I know, unless you're a movie buff, particularly a martial arts fan, most people didn't get this reference, but you got it. Yeah. And I said, see, black people, this is what happens when we teach the Quilo. And and I'm anybody that knows this movie knows exactly where that's from. Yeah, the Bruce Lee story, Dragon. You know, niggas, we got to stop teaching the Quilo because when you t- teach the Quilo, that's what happens. That's a that that commercial was a black man's job. <laughs> it was a black man's job. Niggas have a hard enough time in Hollywood getting work, and here this dude come, yo, the Nissan and the. He didn't. He didn't do any beatboxing. I know. I'm just giving. There was a beat though. Still in the commercial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And then you know, come on, man. That 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 could have went to Terrell. Who? I'm trying to remember some of the some of it because it was pretty funny. But honestly, the first time you saw it, you didn't go. Wait a minute. I did. I looked up. I was. Yeah. I went. Wait a minute. That should be a nigga. I know. I was. I was pretty impressed. I was like, wow. Listen. He again. It ain't like he. You know. But he had writers. That was. Okay. Fine. He 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 did a good job. And he sold it. He's he sold it. Yeah. But all the, you know, the, the hand movements and, uh, come on, man. That could have went to Terrell. Who's going to sell more Nissans? Well, well, I mean, you know. I mean, listen, the only other way I could look at it, first of all, you said you, you guys, you can't teach the Quilo. First, first of all, White and black folks are, to, are more together on things than we've ever been in our whole in the whole world. Yeah, we just have a lot of white folks that are not on board, but more than ever right now. Like I said, white people love hip hop. They love rap. 
I said this before. If you guys invented rap, you we couldn't tell y'all shit. Like y'all love rap, the attitude and the swagger of rap. Yeah, but see, what I think white people might have invented it. That square dance stuff. Remember? Did, remember? Uh, what's his name? Did the square dance rap? Who? Oh fuck! Who did that? Not a comedian. You think? No, 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 no. Real rapper. A square dance rap? It's called, you call it, it's called a square dance rap. Who fucking... And, and I, and, wait a minute. It's not the... Because I saw a thing on YouTube. It wasn't about like a bunch of hicks in the video, right? On a boat, speedboat. And, I don't remember the video. Oh. I just remember... Oh, it's Sir Mix-a-Lot. That's a black dude. Yeah. Oh. But he shouted out to the... Because the square dance that... that, that yeah, old, that's, a, that's a weird... That old... I, you know. <laughs> other than... Baby got back. Name me another Sir Mix-a-Lot hit. <laughs> there is no other. You can't use him as a reference point. All I'm saying is he called out that there was this other form of, of music that had a, a rapping kind of style in a yeah. long time ago. Listen, we, we can accept one. <laughs> Eminem. He's the Larry Bird. He's our Larry Bird. We can let one nigga in the league. But come on, man. We can't be having... That's our thing. We don't have many things. Okay. <laughs> Oh, but even even if you're gonna put M in the league, right? Yeah. Okay. But when he's beefing with uh with uh what's his face? Uh uh Killshot. Killshot. What's his name? The the I can't remember his name. Was the, it MGK? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know he dissed a guy yeah, yeah. I didn't even know who MGK was. But you ever notice Eminem don't and I wonder if this is on purpose. Eminem don't ever go against niggas. Like, 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 like the, 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 the top dude, top dogs lyrically in rap. Never beef with Jadakus, Jay-Z, Nas. What, what would be the purpose? No, I'm just saying in terms of somebody who's a killer lyrically. Yeah. He just, he's, there's, you, you would think, let's see who would win. It, there's no, there's no, I don't know, I guess, but... Like it just seems like all his beefs have been with fellow mayonnaise people. Because that's who comes after him, though, isn't it? Who's come after? him? I don't think anybody wants to come after him because they know lyrically he's an animal. Yo, uh, again, we off for two weeks, but this has been part one of the podcast. We're gonna pick this right back up where we just left off. Uh, as always, love you guys. Thank you for listening. Don't go nowhere. Keep same bat time, same bat channel coming right up. Uh, Again, I need some subscribers. Patreon at Aries Spears. Uh, Instagram, Aries Spears Official. I feel like I'm not getting growth on any of this shit. Uh, YouTube, Aries Spears. Pandora, Aries Spears. Love you guys. Lick some pussy. I'm on uh, Instagram. <laughs> but if you just go to my... It's all almost all under Andy Comedy. But if you go to uh, andycomedy.com, top right-hand part of the page. This is how I talk when I need a blowjob. This is what's wrong. Mm. I should put I should put out her I should put her uh, email address on this and, and suck your man's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'd really love to see the reaction from that. Guys, uh, we'll be back shortly. Uh, even though it's going to be a week for you, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. What's the ass, nigga?